Hello and welcome to Creator Spaces. I'm Molly Cooper and this is the London Edition. In our first ever mini-season, we'll be featuring the best spaces to stay, work and play around the city, from timeless icons to under-the-radar finds. And as well as sitting down with the teams who brought them to life, I'll be bringing you the inside scoop from some pretty amazing people getting up to some pretty great things within travel, design and hospitality. I'm so excited to share all their stories with you, so let's get into it, shall we? Today I'm on London's iconic South Bank, where overlooking the Thames you'll find sea containers. This landmark building has unbeatable city views, rooftop dining and an award-winning cocktail bar to top it off. And I'm incredibly excited to be welcoming back the one and only Yaku Strauss, Creative Director at The Law Group and one of the first ever guests to come on the Curator Spaces podcast. Yaku, what an absolute pleasure to be here with you again. How are you doing? Very good and, and thank you very much for having me back. Oh my gosh, no, it's such a pleasure. And this time we've got a, a river view out the back. Um, but first, for people who maybe missed your first episode on 100 Shortage, check it out if you haven't listened already. Let's start with you and your background and how you've ended up working here on Sea Containers. Well, um, so I'm Yaku, um, and I'm the creative director of Law Group. Um, it's a little group of six hotels um, in three regions. We've got Amsterdam, London, and Washington, D.C. Mm. And this particular hotel, Sea Containers, was my first ever hotel project. Oh, yes. what on, you really started on quite a high note there. I know, yeah. it's, it's very difficult to beat <laughs> this one. It's a big hotel, 359 yeah. rooms, so not quite boutique proportions. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did this when I worked um, with, at Tom Dixon. And neither him nor I had done a hotel before, and we pitched for this project, and the rest is history. It was a it was a really great journey of learning loads of things about hospitality, and it got me hooked on hospitality. Mm-hmm. To be honest with you, so this hotel is very uh, very special to me. Oh, I can yeah. so imagine! God, you really started at the deep end, didn't you? Totally, that's ab- the best way to learn how to swim. <laughs> yeah, and it's an absolutely astounding building. It's this huge. I mean, how many floors? Twelve floors. 14 floors, 14 but, floors. But, but it's sort of in, in a few different, yeah. uh, um, on a few different levels. But yeah, it's officially, unofficially the biggest building on the Thames. Yeah, and it's right on the Thames. When you stand on the balconies by the rooms, it literally feels like we were saying you're on a cruise ship and you're looking out over, over the Costa del Thames. Mm, totally, <laughs> Costa del Thames. Exactly, I'm going to use that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I'd love to hear when you got, when you started on this project, what stage was it in and where mm. did you get your inspiration mm. and how was bringing this huge, incredible building to life? So this building was, um, to give you a brief history, was um, construction started at the late, in the late 70s. Mm. And it was designed to be a hotel originally by a very famous American architect called Warren Plattner. Yeah. Um, halfway through construction, the company went bust, I believe. Um, and then the company who took over t- continued the construction, but then decided it's going to be offices. Mm. And it remained offices until... You know, uh, 2010 when we started to look at turning this into a hotel or the owners did and um, and then that's how it all became, became to be a hotel again yeah. but again things changed a lot in 30 years um, needs and requirements so this building needed a lot of work but it was um, an amazing building from the first time I saw it I mean the scale of it like you mentioned is just vast but the location and the views and being right on the river is extraordinary and I um, mean you know, we've got amazing views of of St Paul's Cathedral for example and on the south wing we could see Big Ben mm-hmm. so and it's it's just so central as well in London it's very convenient 
It feels incredibly Richard Curtis-esque as you're walking down the South Bank and it's right there. You look over to St. Paul's mm. and you've got the city and at night all these lights just twinkling. Yeah. It's really quite yeah. magical. Yeah. And it's amazing seeing the tides change as well in, in the river. So sometimes it's a little beach that appears just around yeah. the corner and you can see people playing in that. But when the tide's high, it feels like you're actually cruising along the Thames <laughs> on, in the building. And then just seeing how the skyline changes during the day. I mean, and this is the place to see it all happen. Preferably with a drink in hand, up Always. on the, up on the roof terrace. Always. <laughs> and you've had a really fun fact earlier, which we have to include, about the bridge and where the seawater yeah. meets the freshwater. I thought I knew everything about this building, and <laughs> so embarrassingly, so I, 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 you learn new things all the time, and yeah. you know that's a good thing. Um, but Blackfriars Bridge, um, they have these statues of birds on both sides, and on the one side you have. Um, swans and on the other side you have seagulls and the reason for that is that that bridge marks where fresh water meets the salt water in the Thames because of the tide so yeah. I think it's a lovely little a little, little, little story yeah. story all you bird watchers when you check in you can enjoy that fun fact yeah. from Yaku <laughs> absolutely you can have that one for free <laughs> yeah <laughs> now the whole underlying concept is this sort of cruise liner glamour um and it's really cleverly done it's not too like welcome to the cruise hotel but I'd love to hear how you sort of tease those elements out and wove them all together because it's got quite a few eclectic like the huge copper belt by reception these little touches like the lights in the rooms how did you go about weaving all these little fragments together well it goes back to you know working with Tom Dixon originally mm-hmm. you know he he taught me the importance of storytelling yeah. um and we had to find the story for this building before doing anything more on it and the fact that it was home to sea containers, house offices, um, it just lent itself to being something that kind of tapped into that, the magic of going on a cruise. Mm. And, you know, the location on the water makes it feel like you're almost on a cruise as well. Um, Originally, we had an American operator in the hotel. It's independent now. Um, So we played on the transatlantic kind of relationship Mm. as well. So the the kind of the shipping thing came in, in in many different ways. Um, and we didn't want to be too literal about it. Like you mentioned, mm. it, it, it's part of the story, but it's all about how you feel going on a cruise rather yeah. than what you actually see. The building is really big, 359 bedrooms, you know, with loads of different outlets. So the kind of the cruise narrative allowed us to also have unique spaces because if you go on a cruise ship, you know, the ballroom might be a certain yeah. style and then something else is a different mm. design. So it gave us a um, creative license to really explore different um, design territories and, mm-hmm. and and apply it to this building and that's what we did i love that and i didn't even know there was a screening room here then we mm-hmm. went in and there's this gorgeous like plush velvet mm-hmm. dark moody cinema with all the retro uh prints outside a little cinema bar and astronaut astronaut in the corner um it just felt like i had a lot of fun sort of like you say weaving those different yeah. ideas together i think fun is a very important thing about this particular hotel for us you know we i always say we um we take what we do seriously, but we don't take ourselves too seriously. Mm-hmm. And this building is about having fun. You know, again, it gave us so much creative license to just go crazy. Um, Tom loved doing that as well. And we had a lot of fun doing this hotel. And I think people feel that when they when they come to stay. And, and I think people come back for that same feeling. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And sometimes hotels can feel really like cold or, you know, quite imposing. And this is a huge building and the, the entrance itself is really quite striking, but incredible like blue knot structure. You've got the copper wraparound reception check-in desk, but it feels really warm. And then you step into the lift and there's those, those fun <laughs> sort of images yeah. things. 
Um, so you had a lot of fun doing tonight. <laughs> it was great fun doing those in particular. But I think, you know, I have my own memories of all of those little moments. But I think it's very important for any project really is to make sure that you have those big moments when you need mm. them. But sometimes you have little moments that, you know, it's, it's almost like discovering something. And, and and I think we always consider a guest's journey yeah. from arrival through to getting to your bedroom or to the restaurant. or you know, So going to the lift is, is part of that experience. And they, 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 everything needs to have a little bit of magic. Yeah, we spoke about lifts last time, yeah. didn't we? I didn't realise did. this was a signature yacht. So there you thing. go. I'm all about lifts now. <laughs> 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 and you actually feature on the lifts, don't you? So when you come to watch the birds, everyone look out for Yaku too. Yeah. It's got them in the lift. I look a bit younger then, so you may not recognise me so much. But yeah, it was um, it was fun doing that photo shoot as well, yeah. and um, we got to wear all of these amazing outfits. That again, it, it was like Halloween. You know, got to yeah. dress up, and, and a colleague of mine got to wear um, a dress that was worn by. Kate Blanchett in the movie mm. Elizabeth the First, and and Tom Dixon also yeah. modelled in a, in an actual spaceman suit, um, suit yeah. holding his little dog, which his is poodle. so cool. Was Molly? Molly, name was yeah, Molly. good name. Molly the poodle, <laughs> great name, dog's name. Um, <laughs> which is such a nice nod to the screening room, and then even the Elizabeth. Cape Blanchard mm. dress that fits in really nice because we're just down the road from the Shakespeare like you know everything sort of fits really well this weird like cruise ship London everything sits very well in the South Bank yeah and that was the South Bank played a big part in the design mm. exactly just like, like what you just mentioned um you know um it's not hotels for us not just about the building it's really about what it touches in the neighborhood so mm. again we we have great neighbors with the Tate Modern as well yeah. um so all of all of that plays a part in in connecting this hotel to the greater community yeah i love that and we yeah. can get into that but first i want to just say that i was telling you earlier about my partner's brother who is very particular about his hotels and this is his absolute favorite ever he always stays here when he comes to london said last night it was fully booked that's 359 rooms booked out on a tuesday it's good for business yeah. um, but it's um and it's great considering the fact that we we struggled a bit after the pandemic yeah. or during the pandemic so it's great to see hospitality bounce back mm-hmm. and um so now we're very happy we, we, we're happy to have people here yeah. and if they love it then then i'm very happy exactly and it's now being what were we saying 13 years since it's launched? been open for almost exactly 10 years 10 but i've been working on it for 13 because okay. it took about three years to get it open yeah. Um, so, you yeah, know, this is, I've, I've known this building for a long time. Yeah. And it's really quite incredible that 10 years after launching, it's still fully booked. It's got such a loyal following. Yeah. And do you find it is mostly people here on business or do people come to stay for pleasure or locals having a little staycay? We're very lucky with this particular hotel and, and the location is that we have the best of both worlds. Yeah. So we have business travellers um, during the week, especially, and then we have leisure travellers mm. on the weekend. But this Quite a bit of crossover. The location of this hotel is so convenient for so many things and for so many different people and for so, yeah. so many different reasons that it's um, it's a great place to stay. I mean, I, I know I'm biased, but it is really a very good location yeah. for, for a variety of, of visitors to London. A hundred percent. And then there's so much within the hotel as well. We've spoken about the screening room, but that spa, so calm. Spa's good. Oh, and like those like beautiful white curving corridors and the big Berber rug on the wall. Incredible water feature yeah. thing. Don't know what you'd call that. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's, a, it's a water sculpture. We would call it. But it's in 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 what what we call the dry relax area. So again, it's for guests to use. So that's another amenity that many hotels don't have mm. is that you can actually go there and relax and and get away from the 
the the the, the energy but yeah. you know it's all about choice here that sea yeah. containers i love that and it blended so well like i say so you might come and check in enjoy the room and go down for a proper natter with your friend like you said tea or champagne yeah. you, you can design. have champagne in the spa exactly yeah, yeah i have it on that and then you might move off to one of the spaces to eat or drink because you've got some really good ones here so loads of outlets so we have them called, what's called sea containers restaurants so mm-hmm. it got the name from the hotel itself and that has some amazing outdoor spaces as well to see the, walk, yeah. the world um, sort of walk past. Um, and we have something called 12th Knot, which are a bar on the rooftop with amazing mm-hmm. views, like really yeah. commanding views. And we have Lioness, the award-winning cocktail bar um, run by Mr. Lion and his team. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the first bar I've designed for them. We've, we've worked with them four times mm-hmm. now in our hotels. And this one is, is incredibly special mm-hmm. and it's been doing really well. And, and so many people have different stories about yeah. their first time or their fifth time at, yeah. at Lioness. So it's, and I'm a regular there. <laughs> so um, you'll see me having a few cocktails there. Yeah. Watch out, South <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> watch out. For well, 10 years that I had to watch that. Exactly. Yeah. And you were talking about the bar in there. It's mm. all made from marble. Like yeah. You picked yourself. I'd love yeah. to hear that story. Well, it was, I, I had very clear ideas about how I wanted the bar to look and I wanted um, I wanted to celebrate something quite heavy and solid mm. and marble you normally buy in sheets so they're about yeah. an inch thick and then you laminate them but I wanted to have a bullnose detail that was really thick at about maybe 150 millimeters so I had to find a massive block of mm. marble yeah. we located one in Spain and the bar is green by the way and it was not a very easy colored marble to yeah. find at the time and Took six hours to get to this place in the middle of Spain um, for me just to sign on a block of marble and then turn around and, and come back. But that entire bar is carved from the same block of marble. Wow. So I quite like the fact that it comes from this one thing yeah. that we've had to ship over. It's a big block so of marble. Cool. And you've been, again, quite similar to 100 Shortage. It's very tactile that all the woods, all the mm. soft furnishings, tapestries everywhere. The, like copper plating which she says all done by hand all done by hand it's all super like tactile these moments yeah. of and it's quite a big industrial looking building yeah. from the outside but again you really lent into this sort of like you want to go and touch things and play and sort of engage with the building i mean it, the building is quite harsh aesthetically mm-hmm. but you know it's all beautiful in that yeah. respect so we had to bring in a little bit of softness but through how do you do that through metals and and i mm-hmm. think we achieved that here you know the the, the whole is made from from copper sheet, but you can go up and touch it, and I think that's true to so many things you just mentioned as well. That you should immediately feel at home when you check into one of our hotels, but any hotel, in my opinion, you know. So you need to have these moments where it's not a museum you've created; mm-hmm. it's something where you feel like you can touch everything. Yeah, yeah. oh, I so get yeah. that. And just looking around this bedroom that we're recording yeah. now, and again, these beautiful full-length w- windows looking out over the mm-hmm. Thames. A very marshmallow-esque bed mm. over there. You are good at these beds, aren't you? <laughs> and these really fun signature chairs with like the oversized backs. Yeah. That's really fun. Could you tell me about bringing those sort of ideas and concepts to okay. life? It's, it's a little bit of, of playfulness as well. But to be honest with you, all the furniture also has a really practical purpose. Mm-hmm. The chair you're talking about it is, is one of Tom's classics. It's a wingback chair. And um, it's designed to give you that little bit of privacy and comfort, but it actually has a much smaller footprint than a conventional wingback chair. So it actually fits into all of the rooms because we have a variety of room shapes here. Um, but it, it brings in a little bit of whimsical as well. And I think that's also a key aspect of Tom's design, but it's a, a very important part of the storytelling here. And it, 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 it 
that that's threaded through everything in this building. So mm-hmm. when you get to the rooms, you still have it here. Yeah, I love that. I love the word whimsical, actually. Yeah. I think that really sort of encapsulates it. And that spirit of like a cruise or like you think back on your holidays yeah. and it's like that almost that whimsical nature, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, I, I think that's really fun. And then talk to you about food and drink here because you, like I said, you've got a few places to eat and drink. What's on the food scene? Is it, again, sort of a bit of a twist on the classic or...? Yeah, it's sort of just sort of modern European food. Um, I think, you know, it, it, the menu's evolved as well over the years. Yeah. It had a sort of an American twist at some stage. Um, we constantly review our food and beverage, so you'll see it changing again soon. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's very important for food and beverage. It's, it's um, Our restaurants do really well. People come back for it, so you kind of have to keep it alive. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's nothing too controversial. It's just all about doing great food in a yeah. great hotel doing it well mm. yeah and what about COVID that must have been what snap mm. bang in the middle of the past 10 years really yeah I mean I think oh, it, it was more difficult with 100 shortage for mm. example where construction occurred throughout the yeah. pandemic um, but all our hotels you know we were hit really hard with the pandemic like all other hotels were as well you know mm-hmm. business it was very difficult to to juggle business and, and be open and then close and open again we big hotel we have amazing people working here yeah. but quite a big group of people working here as well so trying to look after their well-being at the mm-hmm. same time it it was challenging it's definitely something that you know i hope we don't see too soon in in in, in our lifetime again because it's really disruptive but it's also quite heartbreaking to see um the repercussions of something like mm-hmm. that you know it's it's we only just really recovered um recently you know there's a lot of damage that was done yeah. that you know you sort of have to recover from so yeah, it, it's it's not great for hospitality. Mm-hmm. <laughs> pandemic, it's not I great. Know. And it feels like it just hasn't been a normal year since. You had COVID, mm. cost of living, yeah. wars, the yeah, rest of it. Totally. It's just been a crazy few years. And you know, and I think people are traveling differently as well mm. now. And I think we're very much paying attention to that. Um, travel behaviors have changed since the yeah. pandemic, or it was it's very different from what it was before. Um, I think people are staying for longer longer in hotels i think people have appreciated the safety and security mm. hotels provide as well um and i think that was proven throughout the pandemic as well you know i think hotels are great safe places yeah. um so yeah i think people's behavior and 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 their travel habits are definitely changing as well i think people are yeah. traveling with for their families a lot more staying for longer so i think there's potentially a need for more suites mm. um so yeah now we Again, I've said it before, hotels are never quite finished. They, they need to evolve yeah. all the time. So we're looking at adding a few more suites here as well mm-hmm. and, and, and changing a few things in the rooms here and there. But it's very minor compared to, you know, to, to what other hotels may need to do after 10 years. This hotel still looks great because the story is so strong. Yeah, so. It looks so great. Mm-hmm. It still feels so fresh mm-hmm. and new. And you wouldn't know, like say, mm-hmm. 10 years ago, yes. it just blows my mind. Yeah. Tell me a bit more about that then. The next chapter, what does it look like? You sort of alluded to a few things yeah. here. I'd love to hear a bit more. Well, it's just a, a constant evolution, but the hotel is 10 years old now. Um, this area has changed so much mm-hmm. in 10 years. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Um, and so we just need to grow with the neighbourhood. It's something, again, something similar to 100 Shortage. You know, the area changed mm-hmm. and we have to change with it. Um, and I think needs, like I mentioned, have, have, have evolved as well. But... Um, it's an opportunity to add a few more things to the story. We're mm-hmm. not changing the narrative because it's yeah. such a wonderful story and yeah. it really works with the building. But we're going to add a few things to it. So mm-hmm. um, we're going to create more suites. Um, mm-hmm. And um, and we some of the pieces we may need to um, update as well. Technology, for example, that's something yeah. you can update every other week, to be honest with yeah, you. So, true. But now is the time for that. 
but I'm also using it as an opportunity to create uh, a few very unique suites that mm-hmm. are sort of becoming a signature for my group. So we tend to call them collector suites. Yeah. I might call them something different here, but we'll take four or five suites and I'll design them with a very unique concept. Mm-hmm. That's that's linked to to shipping or going on a cruise rather. And um, and you know again, it's it's a nice way of keeping things active, but. Mm-hmm. Um, injecting a little bit more fun into it as well. I love that. Yeah. So you almost just need a little stamp book to get them all stamped on. Yeah, a little passport. A little passport. Yeah, there we go. Thank you. I'll borrow that. You're welcome. I'll steal I'll that rather. Day. I'll borrow. Yeah. <laughs> Please tag me. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great idea. Thanks. Go on. Maybe uh, I'll come work for you next. <laughs> you're hired. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, well, I, I love what you were saying about hotels being like a safe space. Um, you know, like when, the, when a war breaks out and people run for hotels. And I really feel like if war kicks off in London, I'm legging it here. Yeah. I'm sheltering in that copper hole yeah. thing and I'm riding it out with a cocktail in Absolutely. Hand. Absolutely. We, that's yeah. the way to do it. And we can lock ourselves in and lie in <laughs> and wait for it all to blow over. Absolutely. That's the way to do it. You know, make it make it glamorous. <laughs> exactly. But um, yeah, but it, it, hotels really are safe spaces. I, I think if it, um, you know, especially if there's something like, heaven forbid, a war going on mm-hmm. or a pandemic, but it's it's a safe space Nevertheless, you know, even if you're a traveler to a new a new city, there's mm-hmm. just that level of comfort and safety that that helps you enjoy a new yeah. place a little bit more, knowing that you can go somewhere where it's all mm-hmm. it's all secure and and serviced. You know, it's yeah. like sometimes you don't want to do and worry about those things. Yeah. Um, but everything has a place. But you know, I think I think there's a bigger appreciation of what hotels offer now when mm-hmm. you travel. I think especially now, people when they're when they're relaxing, when they're escaping, they mm-hmm. want to just switch off completely yeah. and actually when you arrive to airbnb late at night you can't find yeah. the key and then there's no milk or the water yeah. it's, it's just you're not quite relaxed whereas with a hotel there's something about you just grab your key you check in and that first yeah. just like sitting down on the bed oh how good does that feel but you know that's a that that's the that's a treat yeah. and that's a treat that everyone deserves yeah. and so yeah you, you you don't need the things that don't make it a treat in my mm-hmm. opinion so that's that's the beauty of hotels and you just you, you just walk walk out and you know you don't have to even make the bed yes. you know it's it's what it, those little things that to me feels special and, and almost decadent and you know mm. we all we all deserve a treat now and again oh, listen yeah. to the man people you deserve <laughs> a treat book that next holiday preferably here at sea containers because it's gorgeous yeah. oh yucky it's been so lovely catching up and chatting all things sea containers with you i do of course have a closing tradition i'm going to ask you three questions you imagine you've cashed that winning lottery check so yeah. get ready to tell me what spaces come to mind for you all right number one where are you running away to to disconnect and detox? So I think you've asked me this before, I have. and I'm I mean, trying to. Uh, uh, so I, 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 I've got, should I give you the same answer? Or should I come? Up? I may have changed since yeah, then as well. Do what so, feels right. You know, I, I'm kind of fancying being in the mountains right now. Ooh. I want to. I want to be high up. Yeah, yeah, and I want to feel really cold air in my lungs. I don't know. Is that mm. strange? No, I, I love wanna, that. Yeah. You a skier or a snowboarder? Um, I learned to ski in my mid-twenties and I yeah. thought I would hate it. I love it. So yeah. that's maybe the thing, maybe it being almost February now. Maybe I'm, mm. I'm, I'm, I'm craving a bit of skiing. So maybe that's why I want to be yeah. on a mountain. Oh, I love that. You yeah. know, you get these first crisp winter days and you're like, I would just love nothing more yeah. than to be on top of a mountain right totally. now. Oh. I embrace winter. I actually love winter. I love the cold. Mm, yeah. yeah. London in the heat's a bit sticky. Yeah, I struggle. And we've had two really hot summers and I promised myself at the last one, I'm never going to complain about the cold ever again. So, <laughs> and I haven't. So, there you go. <laughs> oh, I love that. And you get a proper digital detox. Lovely yeah. answer. And I think different to your last one. Maybe it's because we sat 
on September before. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Well, let's I change my mind all the time. Well, I know. Seasonal. I'm seasonal. <laughs> my, my mind is seasonal. Yeah. <laughs> Well, let's see what you answer the next one. Your ultimate birthday party, or any party, where are you hosting oh. it? Well, I mean, it almost it might seem like a plug for one of my projects, but, you know, that's actually something I would like to do this year. If It's, it's probably going to be booked all the time. But at our very special hotel in Amsterdam called the Pulitzer, mm. I'm creating a few new suites. I'm working on that right mm. now. And one suite is um, called the Flower Collector Suite. And it's work in progress, but it's coming together beautifully. So yeah. I think that's where I would like to have my birthday party in the flower collector suite. I yeah. love that. It's yeah. going to be a lot of tulips or something. All kinds of flowers. I think everything. And, and the food should all be edible flowers as well. So it might be quite a challenge for a, a chef or maybe some yeah. dietary requirements. Yeah. I mean, hopefully no allergies to flowers. But uh, it'll be nice to do something with such a strong theme as yeah. a birthday party. Flower See power. how you can, Yeah, flower yeah. power. You can, there's so many things I'm you can do with 70s. it, right? I'm going yeah. It could be 70s, it could be golden age, you know, mm. you mentioned tulips, which is very relevant. But, yeah. And I also say you have to be a mon- you have to be a monster not to love flowers. That's so, I mean, so it, that'll true. be a nice thing. So it'll just be interesting to see how you can sort of reinterpret flowers as well into food and beverage and gifting and decoration. Oh, yeah. so. I feel like I'm a quite light dinner if you're having just flowers. Yeah, so. maybe have a burger before on the way. There'll be plenty to drink, though. Yeah, excellent. A liquid party. Yeah, Fantastic. Yeah. And your last one, your once-in-a-lifetime bucket list trip. Where are you heading? Are you staying anywhere special? I think the top of my list, I think last time I said Namibia. Yeah, I, I think, think and, and it probably is still on the top of my list, but... Mm. Um, and I'm going to stick to that one. Yeah. It's still my dream. And, and, and I was thinking about it earlier when we, we were catching up that, you know, I need to make that trip. Yes, you um, do. Make but yeah, it's all about slow travel as well. So maybe that's being mm. at sea containers and seeing the Queen Mary model that we have in the lobby yeah. is that, um, yeah, I think I should go on a slow trip somewhere. So it could mm. be anywhere, but maybe instead of flying for seven hours to New York, I should um, do, I think it takes maybe three and a half days, seven days on the really? Queen Mary 2 oh, to go. Quick, isn't it? I don't think it's as slow as it used to be, but yeah, yeah maybe go on a, on, on a nice trip. I love that. would be really cool. Yeah, I've never done it before. But you probably have to, to get some inspiration for your sweets. I think that's I a think good, I think that, that's, that's very valid. Mm, yes. I in. think, there we go, that's just justified that trip there and then I'll expense it. <laughs> well, the first class ticket, please. <laughs> Has to be. Oh, thank you so much, Yaku. It was so lovely to see you again. Thank you for showing me this gorgeous hotel. You're very welcome. Oh, Yaku, as ever, that was such a pleasure. So fun to see you again. And thank you so much for coming on the podcast to share the story behind the beautiful sea containers. And this brings us to the final week of the London edition. I can't believe it. The time has just flown by and we've had so many amazing chats with such brilliant people and fantastic spaces all around this wonderful city of ours. Um, And we'll be back with a new mini season very soon. So keep your ears peeled for more updates on where we'll be heading. Um, But I'll be back same as ever later this week and next week with more curated spaces.